everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to Sims Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So today we are going to be talking about Children of Ragnarok by Cinda Williams Chima. This is a New York Times bestselling author. Um, she did the Seven Realms and Shattered Realms series. I've never read her stuff before, so this is really an interesting introduction into her writing style. The story follows the human realm of the Midlands, um, which has become sort of a dark, desolate land because Ragnarok has come and gone. You know, Ragnarok, Ragnarok is the great war between the gods and the forces of chaos. So assume that the gods are dead, pretty much. Um, magic is sparse. And the book is in dual POV. It follows Eirik and Regan. I do like the language structure and the syntax. I do think it does give the story a lot of authenticity. It really did feel like something out of, you know, Vikings, you know, and I love the Vikings TV show. <laughs> um, it felt very authentic. And I did like the delve into Norse mythology. And, you know, they're saying Moldir and Brodir. Um, I, you know, I really heard the accent in the way the language, in the way these characters spoke. You know, I heard the authenticity. So I really did like the writing style that Chima went with. I will say, given the premise of the story, I expected a faster pace. So it was very slow. That, not to say that that's a bad thing. There's lots of world building. There's lots of history. And it is, you know, staggered throughout the whole narrative. There, you know, there's an, also a mystery that Regan has to solve um, in the Grove. But it was very, very slow. I'm used to much faster stories. I mean, I don't mind slow-paced stories. I do read some. You know, Wheel of Time is definitely um, one of those, Lord of the Rings. Um, even um, The Puri of the Orange Tree. You know, those aren't exceedingly fast stories, but I'm really engaged with the storytelling. But this one, I just got the sense that it should have been faster. It should have moved faster because it felt like the plot was kind of dragging a little bit to get from point A to point B. Another hindrance I found with the story was the characterization. Uh, Liv was my favorite character in this whole book. Unfortunately, she does not have her own perspective in the storytelling. She was the best. She was amazing. I absolutely loved her. She's fierce. She doesn't take anyone's shit. She is smart. I mean, I absolutely love Liv. And I hope, you know, we do get a perspective of hers in future books because I'm in, I'm so interested in her. Her half-brother, Eirik, who does have a perspective, um, I don't know what to say. He just seems rather bland to me. I feel like he's just there in the story to move the story along. He, there is a good sense of honor. He does have a nice, strong sense of honor and loyalty, especially to his half-sister. But I, I wanted more emotion from him, I guess. I wanted more personality, for sure. He just seemed like, and this is going to be harsh, he seemed like a piece of wood. <laughs> as harsh as that sounds, oh, I don't like being harsh like that. I really don't. Um... But I wanted way more from him as far as a character. I just feel like he wasn't fleshed out well enough. I feel like 
there's definitely room to grow. So I'm hoping in the next book he will grow exponentially. I, I hope that there will be some more devotion to making his personality shine because he just seemed very dense here. And then our third character is Regan. Again, she was a really, really strong character in the beginning and at the end, don't get me wrong, but there's this, a lot of big chunks in the middle where she just seemed like a completely different person. So she's, you know, a slave and she goes to the Grove and the Grove is kind of like this mythical place almost. It's where anyone who's been touched by magic goes, you know, to be safe from the archipelago, the mainland. And they teach people to harness their magic and to contribute to this society, but there's something off with this somewhat supposedly utopian society. There's something very, very wrong, something dark in the cresses of it. And Regan, in the beginning, she turns a blind eye to everything she thinks is unsettling because she's so determined. Um, mind you, there is a fair bit of brainwashing on the Grove, so I kind of understand why her character becomes so docile and so eager to please. She really does not want to go back to the archipelago. She really doesn't want to go back to being a slave, so you understand where she's coming from. But it's like her fire that was there in the beginning was completely just kind of snuffed out. And you're just waiting for it to light back up. So it really was just like she was a different, completely different character. Um, so at least she does, by the end, kind of return to how she began in the first. You know, a little bit more suspicious, a little bit more unrelenting. And I like that about her because she's discovering a lot of the Grove's dark secrets. And it's just like, okay, well, now I have to save everyone and bring this place down. And that's what I do like about her. And so overall, I think I'd have to give this story three and a half out of five stars. I'm interested. I'm definitely intrigued. But I'm hoping in the next book, because I'm definitely going to read it, like hands down, I'm going to read it. Um, I do love Norse mythology. I love learning more about Norse, Norse mythology. I'm hoping that the story will have a quicker pace. And I'm also hoping that there will be more character development as well. I like the character dynamics. I didn't think, do think that those are at least solid. But the characters themselves, except for Liv, um, they need some more fleshing out. You know, there was a lot of world building here. And I think... Chima's focus on world building and making sure the atmosphere rang true kind of hindered her a little bit and maybe distracted her from some of the characterization and character development. So once again, it's going to get three and a half out of five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book or check it out yourself, I will include links in the description below on where to purchase. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a su supporter on buy me a coffee, coffee, Patreon, or by purchasing one of my handmade candles on my Etsy store. Links to everything in the description below. And on that note, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.